Bibles, turn, turn with me to Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13, because I want to look at some scripture tonight real quick as the ushers are going to do something. We are in a very strategic time in the spirit. Uh, Chuck Pierce prophesied that from July 15th to August 12th was probably the most important time, not ever, not only governmentally with our nation, but as us as individuals in our nation for us to really begin to bring forth those things that God wants us to bring forth. So what we've been doing is we've been doing some warfare. How many of you know the Bible tells us that faith without works is dead. Faith without works is dead. He's, James said, you know, you show me your faith and, and I'll show you my works, right? So, you know, faith without works is dead. And we've been kind of doing some things. We've been, we've been warring. We've been going after principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and wicked spirits in high places. That's in Ephesians chapter 6, those spiritual things. And, and we've been trying to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. And about a year ago, I talked about a message on the power of leaven. Say the power of leaven. We talked about power of leaven, and I want to kind of review that a little bit tonight. But there's some things that we're going to do. We're going to begin to really shift into some things of the Lord. How many of you want a breakthrough? Amen? Say, I want a breakthrough. Turn to your neighbor and say, I want a breakthrough. Turn to your other neighbor and say, you know, we need a breakthrough. We've got to have a breakthrough. You know, he says, um, he said, in, in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus was talking about the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. And, and, and we're, we've been talking about the kingdom of heaven. We've been talking about the kingdom of God. And turn with me to Matthew chapter 13. And I, I want to just read through some things because I want to begin to talk about this was the first time that Christ employed the parables. In other words, he began to use parables, and this was the first time in his ministry that he began to use these parables. Thirteen, chapter, chapter 13, verse 1. That day Jesus went out of the house, and he was sitting by the sea. And large crowds gathered to hear him. So he got into a boat, and he sat down, and the whole crowd was standing on the beach. And he spoke many things to them in parables. Say parables. You know, Jesus spoke in parables, um, uh, uh, kind of giving word pictures and a description. And, 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 and the disciples, some of them didn't understand it. Some of them may have, but they really didn't understand it fully. And the people he spoke to, they probably had really no clue of what he was saying. Verse 3, and he spoke to them in many parables, saying, Behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell beside the road, and the birds came up and ate them. Others fell on rocky places, and they did not have much soil. And immediately they sprang up because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun had risen, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. Others fell among the thorns, and the thorns came up, choked them out. And still others fell on good soil and yield a crop some hundred sixty and 30-fold. How many of you want a, want a crop like that? Amen? Well, that seed's got to land on good soil. It says, he who has ears, let him hear. Let me pray. Father, we want you to open our ears tonight. God, we ask you to help us focus and to concentrate on what you're bringing forth in the earth tonight. God, let us be part of what you're doing in this season, in this hour that we're in. God, we ask tonight, according to your word, he that has 
ears, let him hear. We ask you to open our spiritual ears tonight in Jesus' name. Verse 10, and the disciples came and said to him, why do you speak to them in parables? Jesus answered to them, to you it has been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been granted. For whoever has, to him more shall be given, and he will have an abundance. But to whoever does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him. Verse 13. Therefore, I speak to them in parables. I had gotten this for you. That's, that's yours. You're welcome. Now open it up to Matthew chapter 13. Verse 13 says, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, while hearing they do not hear, and they don't understand. In their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is being fulfilled, which says, You will keep on hearing and you will not understand. You will keep on seeing, but you will not perceive. For the heart of this people has become dull. With their ears they scarcely hear, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise... They would see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and return, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, because they see. Turn to your neighbor and say, blessed are your eyes, because you see. Your eyes are blessed. And blessed are your ears. Tell them that their ears are blessed, because they hear. For truly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men, check this out, desire to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and they did not hear it. Hear then the parable of the sower. If anyone hears the word of the, everybody, kingdom. If you hear the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is the one whom the seed was sown beside the road. Do you believe that Jesus is teaching principles of the kingdom here? Do you see that? He's teaching the principles of the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. And he says, if anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one come, snatches away what's been sown into his heart. This is the one whom the seed was sown beside the road. The one whom the seed was sown in the rocky places. This is the man who hears the word. What word? It tells me in verse 19. The word of the kingdom. It's the word of the kingdom. Who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no firm root in himself, but is only temporary. And when afflicted, persecution arises because of the word of the kingdom. Are you with me? Okay, look, the Bible says don't add to it, don't take away from it. What words he talking about? He's talking about the word of the kingdom, what he said earlier in verse 19. So he says, if affliction, persecution arises because of the word, they immediately fall away. And on one whom the seed was sown, the thorns of this is the man who hears the word of the kingdom, right? I, I highlighted that. And the worry of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word. 
and it becomes unfruitful. And the one, turn to your neighbor and say, he's getting ready to talk about you. I'm getting ready to talk about you. And the one on whom the seed was sown in good soil, this is the man who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit (laughs) and brings forth some hundred, some sixty, and some thirtyfold. Jesus now presents another parable to him. What's the parables that he's talking about? Somebody say the kingdom. Okay, are you sure? Let's look at what he says in verse 24. Jesus presented another parable to them saying, The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, the enemy came, sowed tares among the wheat, and he went away. And when the wheat sprouted up and it bore grain, then the tares became evident also. And the slaves of the landowner came, and he said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this thing. And the slaves said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No. For while you are gathering up the tares, you may uproot the wheat with them. Allow both to grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say first to the, or I will say to the reapers first, gather up the tares, bind them in bundles to burn them up, but gather the wheat into my barn. And verse 31. He says, he presented to him another parable. Jesus is talking about the parable of the, and he's talking about principles in the kingdom of, kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God. And he spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. And this is smaller than all others. But when it is full grown, it's larger than the garden plants and it becomes a tree. So the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. Man, that's what he's talking about parables of the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is like this. And verse 33, he spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it's all leavened. So I want to talk to you tonight about the kingdom of heaven like leaven. Let's look at Matthew chapter 13, verse 33. He spoke another parable to them. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. And I wonder sometimes when Pastor Virginia gets to prophesying how she is the rhyme master. Anybody know what I'm talking about? People will prophesy, and I'll begin to hear Kim Clement, and he'll prophesy, and they become the rhyme master. I mean, things just begin to fall in place. Well, here's Jesus being the rhyme master. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. So he's, he's looking at this. He says, and this leaven which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it was... Partially leavened until it was just a little bit leavened 
What's your word say? Anybody got the King James Version? What's it say? Does it say all? How about the International Version? Anybody got that? Does it say all? How about the Amplified Version? Anybody got the Amplified Version? I got Amplified. It says all. Turn to your neighbor and say all. Tell them, I know some Greek. Tell them, I know some Greek. And all means all. (laughs) I think all means all in Hebrew too, right? Okay. So that's all. He says the kingdom of heaven is like... It's, it's this precious thing that it's like yeast that when I put it in a dough, it begins to permeate the entire dough. Just stay right there. And those of you flip over to Luke chapter 13. Thirteen. Luke's got it in here too. I think it's 21. Yes. Oh, yeah, verse 20 and 21. He says, again, what will I sh- What shall I compare the kingdom of God? How shall I compare the kingdom of God, Jesus says? It's like leaven which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it was all leavened. Say, all leavened. So there's a principle here. We begin to look at it in the word of God. That the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, is like leaven. That if a little bit will get in you, it will work its way through you and work in all of you. Turn to your neighbor and say, that's good news. Because you sure need it. <laughs> no, no, I, I noticed some of you didn't turn to your neighbor and give them that last part, huh? You know, that, that's, good, that's good news because we need to get it in us. We need to understand how the kingdom of heaven is like. See, how many of you know the Bible talks about the righteous man and, and the path of the righteous man? Can you put up Proverbs 1 or 4.18? Proverbs 4.18. It says, but the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines what? Everybody. What? Brighter and brighter. Turn your neighbor and say, you're getting brighter. Come on, turn them and say, you're getting brighter. I mean, tell them that you're getting brighter. I mean, as the kingdom of God comes within us, we begin to get brighter and brighter and brighter. We, we want to do what God wants to do. We want to be what God wants to be. He's talked about everything. If we're going to be his everything, we're getting brighter and brighter and brighter and those things. And that's what he says. The path of the righteous is getting brighter. And we stay on the right path. We're getting brighter and brighter and brighter. What's the next scripture I got? Galatians 5.9 says, a little leaven leavens the whole lump of dough. A li- there, there is a principle, listen, good and bad this works. All right, listen to me. It can be leaven of some bad things that can get in there and work its way in there. Are you with me? So sometimes we look at these and God has principles that he has put in place. And sometimes we think, well, if I'm just doing good, those principles will work. I got news for you. You can do bad, and there's principles still at work in your life. It's called seed time and harvest. What you sow, you shall reap, right? Well, what you put a seed in the ground, it's going to come back to you. Now, as we begin to look at this leaven, I, I want us to begin to get a greater understanding of this leaven. What is it? 
Let me, let me share with you. In 1859, next slide, please. In 1859, Louis Pasteur discovered the fermentation process, and this fermentation process was by yeast. Say yeast. And that means that there's a living organism or microorganism that makes bread rise. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You ladies, you know what I'm talking about? Say, I know. Okay, some of you know. It says that, first of all, the yeast feeds on starches in the flour. This is how it works. And it produces carbon dioxide. And the carbon dioxide expands the flour's gluten proteins. And it expands those, which in turn cause the dough whose main ingredient is flour to expand and to rise. Anybody ever seen dough rise? I've seen dough rise. I've gotten in trouble when dough rise. I remember, I might have a picture. Do you have that next slide? Does it show that? Because how many of you know the kingdom of heaven is like leaven, and literally dough can begin to rise. So I got a couple pans that I'm sure... Uh, at, when we fir- they were first put together, they didn't rise. But you can see now, because of the warmth, because of the active ingredients, now the dough begins to rise. I've been in trouble as a little boy. I remember there were times my father was one to make bread. My mom didn't make a whole lot of bread. It was kind of dad's specialty. He liked to be able to make bread, get the kids around the table, and we'd grab a, a, a pad of butter, and we would eat that bread. It was some good stuff, because we could smell it cooking. Oh, come on, somebody. You could smell it cooking. Well, there were times where they would set it out on the counter when it was put in the pan, and it would begin to rise. Anybody ever? Anybody ever poked it? Come on. Come on, tell it. Wasn't that cool? And it just went, and it deflated. Yeah. So when you look at that, we say, okay, there is something that takes place. There's this active ingredient, this, this, um, this leavening process takes place, and that dough begins to rise. It begins to spread. And there are some of you that can, you can multiply that dough. Can't you kind of separate it, and it'll grow, and another, and you separate it, and it'll continue to grow, and, and it'll multiply, and all of a sudden, instead of having one loaf, you can have four loaves. Hello? So that's what the kingdom of heaven is like. That's what the kingdom of God is like. It's like the dough that just keeps rising. You know, it's just going to keep spreading. It's just going to keep growing. It's going to keep going ahead. I want to bring you up to date today. All right? Today, uh, Today, we were able to do some warfare, and we did this on the Beaver County, Harper County line. It is the 100th meridian. And I was thinking about the scriptures where he said some hundred, some 60, and some 30. You know, the hundred, I want that. I want the hundredfold return for you. Turn to your neighbor and say, Pastor wants a hundred for you. Come on. Turn to your neighbor and say, Pastor wants a hundred for you. I do. You know, you get 30, that's great. You get 60, that's great. But I want you to believe for the best. I want you to believe for the most. That, you know, your gifts, your talents, your abilities, I don't want you to have a little. I want you to have a lot. How many of you know that, that, that Jesus Christ, when, 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 he, when he said in John 10, 10, that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, that I've come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly? Say abundantly. You know what that word abundantly means? It literally means, I think in the Amplified, it says super abundant quality and super abundant quantity. Super abundant, supernatural, super abundant. I want, I want that supernatural, super abundant for you. 
So if we're going to, if our steps are, are, are ordered by the Lord, and if the righteous, the path of the righteous is getting brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter, there's things to look ahead. We don't have to look back. We can begin to look forward. Turn to your neighbor and say, look forward. Things are happening. I mean, things are happening. Things are shifting. You know what? But we've got to do your part. We've we got to all do our part. Are you, are you willing to do your part? Do you, want, do you want something to shift in your life? Do you want something to take place tonight that, that will shift, that will get you in the right direction, headed in the things of God? No. I mean, if you don't, then maybe we're in the wrong place. But if you do, I believe I'm speaking to some people in here tonight that want to see some things shift, that will say, you know what, I'll stand up, I'm going to do my part, and I'm going to begin to have the kingdom of God come forth in my life like leaven. Is that you tonight? Say, that's me. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, he's talking about me. Come on, talking about you. You're talking about you tonight, okay? So we're going to get a hold of this thing. So the Lord is, a year ago, well over a year ago, January, February, March, March 2007, we talked about the power of leaven. Some of you got a hold of it. God began to start speaking to some people. God began to start revealing some things. And, and through wisdom and revelation, people, we got together and we were praying with the Oklahoma Apostolic Prayer Network on Wednesdays at noon. And each and every one of you are invited to come if you want to come every Wednesday from about 12 to 2 we have prayer. God began to start speaking, began to start putting things prophetically together. There was some wisdom, a revelation, revelation brought forth. You know, and we began to start looking at this and say, what do we do? I began to start teaching a little bit on it. We talked a little bit about it. We talked about gates because this is the year of 2008. And 2008 means new beginnings. It also means it's the year of the gates. It's the year of the gates. What does a gate do? You can come in and out with a gate. Anybody got a gate in their front yard, backyard? You know, a door is literally a gate. You can look it up. You know, it, it actually can, you can move in and out. And now the time of new beginnings, and now is a time of the year of the gates. And we're beginning to look at this, and we're beginning to get a revelation to say, God, what do we need to do with these gates? Well, on the 100th Meridian in Harper County, Beaver County, right there on, is it 270? Right there on 270, um, Kelly had saw this gate. Actually, it was a wall, and there was a gate. At one time, I think it was 2002, was it closed? The first time you saw it was closed. And then after that, we, we had went and we declared the gates were open by prophetic words by Chuck Pierce, and the gates, we went, and the gate was open. She was able to see the gate open. Well, the Lord was dealing with us to do some leavening. How many of you know that there is some really different stuff in the Bible. Come on. People are going to look at that and they're going to say, that's kind of wacky. Look, look, you understand what I'm saying? Look, any military strategist, if we said, here's what we need to do in Iraq, we need to walk around Baghdad six times. And then on the seventh time, shout, and the walls are going to come down. How many of you know they would nix that idea? Are you with me? What about the prophet that laid on his side for so many days? I'm not even going to tell you what he ate. Wasn't good. So there are times we can do some things and we think, this is really weird. 
But how many of you know, weird or not, if it gets results, I'm there? Come on. I want to be able to have those results. Well, the Lord was really dealing with us, and we've got this teaching on the gates that, that Paula began to share with us, and we began to start to say, okay, Lord, what, what is it that you want us to do? And we felt that the Lord was wanting us to leaven, just like the woman. Can you put up Matthew 13, 33 again? Just like the woman, we wanted to leaven the gates. So the Lord gives Kelly some ingredients. She begins to put these ingredients together, and the thing begins to rise. It was an active ingredient, like yeast. It began to rise, and she says, I've got this kind of, it's called leaven bread. That's what we're going to call it. I don't know if anybody else has this recipe. I don't know if anybody else even has leavened bread. The leaven we're talking about, the mixtures that we're talking about. So as we step into this thing, I want you to know we're walking by faith. Amen? How are you saved? By faith. We're walking by faith. So we felt that we need to leaven the gates How many of you realize that in the Old Testament, you can look, and even in the New Testament also, they would have meetings at the gates, and the gates of the city is where commerce was done, okay? They would come in, they'd buy, sell, they'd trade, they'd do all these things at the gates of the city. The gates of the city is where the elders sat. you with me? Well, let's put it this way. The gates of the city were those that really had control of the city. That's where they sat. That's where they operated. They did business at the gates. They did all these different things at the gates. Where would our gates be now? If there's a gate of this city, could it be the courthouse? That's where all the records come in and out. That's where all transaction flow. Come on, somebody. Another gate, would it be, would it be city hall? That's where things begin to happen. That, that can be a gate in City Hall. So you can look at different places we have gates. You have gates of authority in your own life. You have gates that we believe that God needs to leaven. So if we're the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God were the, the, uh, to advance the kingdom of God until the fullness comes, the Bible talks about in Hebrews the power of the age to come. Are you with me? The power of the age to come. We have tasted the power of the age to come. The age to come is a time where there will be no sickness. Come on, there will be no disease. There will be no death. Come on, somebody. The power of that age to come. There are, there are many of us here that have tasted that power of the age to come. And, and until we come into our fullness, that's not going to happen. Are you with me? The return of Christ, the power of the age to come is going to be the fullness of the kingdom. Say the fullness of the kingdom. So Christ is going to usher in the fullness of that kingdom. Are you with me? Y'all getting this? So that power of the age to come. So we look at that and say, okay, God, we need to be operating in this. And I always want to look at the, at the biblical principle. Can I find a biblical principle for it? And I find a biblical principle of, of, of a woman that hid yeast into flour. And guess what? It expanded. It grew. It leavened the whole batch. 
Are you with me? Okay. Y'all stay with me now. So today, we felt that if we're going we're gonna to leaven Woodward County. We're going to leaven Woodward County. If you, where you live, you leaven where you live. And what happens to the kingdom of God? Come on. What happens? It rises. It expands. It spreads out. Oh, come on, somebody. You might have a heathen neighbor living next to you. We're fixing to do some leavening, and that neighbor is going to be coming into the kingdom of God. Amen? Because it's going to advance. It's going to leaven. It's going to go out. It's going to, it's, you know, and there's nothing that can really stop it. You know, and the devil's not going to be able to come by and put his finger in that thing and stop it. Uh-uh. Because Isaiah says there shall be no end to the increase of his government. Isaiah 6, I think it's 9 and 10. So, and it, remember... The path of the righteous is getting what? Brighter and brighter. You know, we're, we're getting brighter. We're walking into this. We're stepping into this. Do we know what we're doing? No. We're just trying to be obedient to the Lord, and we're stepping out and doing what we feel like that the Lord has called us to do. We're beginning to start leavening now. So we felt it was important. How many of you know Apostle Jay Swallow? Okay. That's not enough of you. We have to get Jay back up here. Okay. We felt Apostle Jay Swallow needed to come out and be involved in this. And he and Joanne and Mary Stone Road, they came out, and we leavened that gate. Now, I'm here to tell you, we leavened that gate. So now it started. The kingdom of God is expanding, and it started on the 100th meridian. And it's expanding to the north, to the north, to the west, to the south, and to the east. It's expanding that way. It's expanding. Say, it's expanding. And guess what? It's expanding. It's, 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 it's headed this way. It's, it's coming. So if we were able to take all the gates and we're able to leaven them, what do you think will happen? Oh, come on, somebody. Something's going to happen. The kingdom of God is going to advance. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven. So we have taken and there's a leaven loaf. Actually, it's a piece of leaven. Bread. I don't guess you can eat it. I haven't tasted it. Um, it's not for me to taste. It's for me to leaven. Okay? So if the kingdom of heaven is like leaven... How many of you know the kingdom of God needs to advance? We need to know others. They've got to come to Christ. We're knocking on doors, passing out tracts, and they're slamming the doors in our face and saying, I don't want to hear from you. But how many of you know there's an undercover covert operation taking place? Hallelujah. Things are happening underground, and all of a sudden things are being leavened, and all of a sudden people are going to be open for the gospel of the kingdom. For the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are you with me? Now they want to hear the good news. And all of a sudden somebody's going to ask you that's never asked you before. You went to church last night. What did they talk about last night? What was discussed last night? What do I do for this? What do I do for that? What do I need to do here? What do I need to do there? How do I need to handle this? I see some blessings on your life. You're beginning to prosper. Things are beginning to move forward. You're breaking out of the old. You're stepping into the new. Something's going on. And now all of a sudden they want to know. 
Don't think it's strange, my beloved. Get ready because more and more of that's going to happen. And they're going to want to know what's up with you, what's going on with you. How come you got joy in the midst of those circumstances? How come you're happy when you should be sad? How come you're not upset by who's president, who's not president? What are you going to do? Where are we going to know? The world's going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know what I can do. And you're going to say, stop! I got some good news for you. And they're going to say, I want to hear the good news. I want to know what it's about. Tell me the good news, and you're going to share with them the gospel of the kingdom. You're going to share with them Jesus Christ. You're going to share with them protection and provision, all these things in the kingdom of God. You're going to share with them when they say, I don't have no hope, that there is hope in the midst of your circumstance. You're going to share with them and say, you don't understand. I'm a mess. Nobody can save me. Nobody can help me. And you're going to say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's one. I felt the same way you did, but there's one who died upon the cross, rose again, gave his life for you and I to establish and bring forth the kingdom of God in the earth. And that's good news. Whoo, hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. That's good news. We got to wake you up. We got to wake you up. Wake you up. We got to wake you up. You got to get up. You got to get up. There's some things going on because this is going to happen. The question is, do you want to be part? Man, no, I don't know. You probably don't want to be part of it. You know, this is kind of different. You know, what are people going to say? What did they probably say? You know what? There were, when the walls of Jericho, before the walls of Jericho came down, the people on the inside were making fun of the people on the outside. You can't get me. Day two, na 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 na, you can't get me. Yeah, right. Six days, na 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 na, you can't get me. Those Israelites, what are they? Yeah, they can't get in this place, baby. This is fortified. There's no way they can get in. Na 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 na, you can't get me. Yeah, and then all of a sudden on that seventh day, there, na 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 na, blow the trumpet, boom, and the walls come down, and they're like, uh oh. I think we're in trouble. And all of a sudden, people are going to come to know Christ. People are going to have a relationship with God. And it's about leavening. Say leaven. Say the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do about it? If you're part of the body of Christ and you're willing to step up to the plate tonight, I got a challenge for you. What we did is we put this in the ground and we leavened it along with some starter stuff. And we made declarations over it. We declared. We we read in Job, what was it, 22, 28? It says, declare a thing and it shall be established so that light will shine on your ways and all things will go good with you. This is, this is the leaven. And what we're asking you to do is to take it and bury it at your home. Do you own the land that you're on? That's what we're asking you. Are you stewards over that land? You, you are purchasing that property. You have it. Now, look, there's some people in here that have businesses, and, and, and you have other homes or other houses in other places and other states or wherever it may be. You have the authority there. 
And we would like for you to begin to take this and these decrees. Can I read a decree for you? I, I, you decree what you feel the Spirit of the Lord is telling you. Do you. Are you listening to me? Have ears tonight to hear. This is not a step one, two, three. You are to be led by the Spirit of God when you go to do it. Right? But some of us that need some basic teaching, i got to have me some decrees. And first of all, we want you to do is to repent. Here's what we're wanting you to say. Father God... We now repent and ask for forgiveness for anything that has happened on this land or that we have allowed to happen. We ask forgiveness for any curse on this land from other generations before us that we've allowed to continue and to operate against us. Please forgive us for any evil actions, bloodshed, words of wrath or anger, cursings, immorality, idolatry, broken covenants, or simply not being thankful for the land and your supply to us. We receive your forgiveness and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Now, the Spirit may lead you into other things that you just need to repent, things that you may know have happened on that land, things that you may know that have transpired on that land. Maybe that land was gotten illegal or, you know, something like that and it's been passed down. We looked at the history of this land right here and the 12, uh, the 24 tracks. Actually, without this guy here, there's actually 22 tracks that's on this land. And did you know that in the heritage of this land we're on, it used to be owned, portions of this land used to be owned by a vicar, a man of God. Owned it. How many of you know God is in for redemption? He not only wants to redeem the person, he wants to redeem the land. In Genesis, Cain, God came to Cain, and he says, where's Abel? He said, what am I, my brother's keeper? He said, you know what? The land's crying out. He heard the land. He heard the blood that was shed on that land, and God knew. So then we want to have you decree. We decree Matthew 13, 33, which says, The kingdom of heaven is like leaven which a woman took and hid three pecks of flour until it was all leavened. We declare into the heavenlies this day, whatever day you do it, this day we've left that blank 2008, that we have leavened this land and it makes a shift and it comes into the right position so that your kingdom would advance according to your set plans and your purposes. We declare your glory and your righteousness to be established here on earth. And the gospel, the good news of your kingdom to advance throughout the whole earth. We have, we have leavened our property as a sign on the earth and a sign in the heavens that we belong to the kingdom of God. And we serve Jehovah God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We establish the reign and the rule of our Lord Jesus Christ from this day forth over this home and this land and all that is to come and go from it. We decree that this is a place into the, that as I place this into the ground, that your glory would flow in and through me and my household, and we shall live in absolute abundance, power, and authority in every area of our lives. And today, we declared increase three times. We said, increase, increase, increase. And I'm asking you, whatever you do, you be led by the Spirit of God to do it, but at the end, 
declare increase, increase, increase. So my beloved, here's the assignment. We have got these decrees, and we've also got in each bag 11. And we're asking you psst, to go hide it. Don't tell nobody. Shh, shh. Don't tell your neighbor. Don't pull up to your, na- to your house and get your shovel. And your neighbor's out there and say, I'm going to live in my house, buddy. You better watch out. Kingdom of God's moving in your place, buddy. We do stuff like that sometimes, don't we? I mean, we don't know. God, thank you. Forgive us because sometimes we do some stupid stuff. We get the zeal of the Lord. You know, it's the zeal of the Lord, baby. Hey, can I dig a hole in your backyard, buddy? I want to live in your yard, buddy. You need it. You need it. Can I do it Friday night while y'all are partying down about 2 a.m.? I'll be in the backyard with a shovel. Just, just go and do it. And you're on your own property, see? And leaven it. Declare it. Let it go forth. And guess what? We're going to watch and we're going to see some things begin to take place. If that's you tonight, and you're willing to do that. Now, I know some of you, I don't know about the whole rent thing. Some of you rent. I don't want you out there in the air, you know, the apartment complex and digging a hole in the ground. You know? I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm going to let you go there. But some of you may own apartment complexes that you can leaven your apartment complex. Are you with me? We have farms in Beaver and Buffalo. They will get leavened. Some of you may have farms. Leaven the, leaven it. Leaven the, whatever it is. What's in this section? 640? Leaven it. So in my bag, we've got six different deals to leaven. And it may need to be more. Y'all want to do this? I'm not, I'm not playing. This is serious. Okay? So if you want to do this, I'm going to ask you to come and get a bag. Now, if, you've got, if you need two or three, then get two or three. Don't, don't just put it on your coffee table and leave it there for six months, all right? And don't cut it up and eat it in a salad like croutons. I really believe there's a strategic time for us to do this. So the assignment is to take the leaven and the declarations home. The second thing is to leaven your property for the kingdom of God. Not for you, but for the kingdom of God. The third thing is to declare and decree increase. Now, how many of you know there are strategic times to move forward? We need to be in the timing of the Lord, okay? I would say that Friday is a strategic time of the Lord. You can't, you're here tonight for a reason. You're serious about your relationship with God. You, God's brought you here, and He's saying, I want you to leaven for the kingdom of God. Friday, I think we could put up the next one. It's Friday is August 08, 08, 08. And if eights are new beginnings, you with me? 
The Trinity is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 08, 08, 08. Strategic time. Strategic enough for us to love in? Yeah. And now some of you may not be able to, so I want to leave it up to you. Okay? I'll answer your question in just a minute. I want to leave it up to you. Okay? Um, the rent thing. If you rent a house and, you know, you can hide it in there and dig a hole and hide it and not tear up the man's lawn and stuff. I'm not telling you what to do. But think about it. That man may need to know God. You may move out. Guess who's moving in? We're establishing for the kingdom of God. Those people can get saved. They're going to get born again. Okay, Mark? Symbol of eternity. New gates or gates. Beginning, symbol of eternity. So if that's you, I want you guys to come on up and and take a declaration. You only need one per family, okay? You only need one bag per family. Come on up, come on up. You only need one per family. Unless you've got two or three pieces of property, then take two or three pieces, two or three bags. I got ours, baby. If they're pretty good size and you want to break break them in half, go, feel free to. Now listen, you you got a farm right up in yeah. Take you five or six. He's getting eight or ten bags. That's that's great. <laughs> Not yet. Stacy's like, I've been thinking I could give one to my brother. This is cool. But this is covert operation. Okay? You're not going to go around bragging and boasting. Okay? We are now officially going on the offensive. All right? You with me? Today, something shifted. Today, we pulled the defense off the field and we put the offense on. There are things coming down the line. Pastor Tim and I have been talking about some outreach things. There's some things coming down the line that you're going to be able to get involved in because we're going on the offensive. Most of the time, you score when the offensive team is on there. You know, football? Guess what? 
Offensive unit, get the field. You're on the field. Okay? Now, if you will, will you stand up? Because I want to, I want to pray a hedge of protection around you. I want to pray a hedge of protection around your property, your kingdom, the kingdom, you know, advancing there. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that the kingdom of heaven is like leaven that is going to begin to move forward. It's going to begin to permeate. It's going to begin to advance. It's going to begin to go out like tentacles. It's going to begin to go like that yeast and work through that dough. And it's going to begin to expand. And we call forth that increase to come forth. Increase, Lord God. Increase in the kingdom. God, I thank you for the first fruits that was given today as that increase will take place on that 100th meridian. God, I I pray right now, God, I'm asking you to send forth from the throne room of God angels of proper rank, proper authority to now come to us in the name of Jesus and bring us protection and provision as we leaven for the kingdom of God. God, I'm asking you even to bring forth legions of angels, thousands upon thousands, 6,000 is what that word means in in the Roman armies. When they had a legion, it literally meant 6,000 soldiers. Bring forth 6,000 angels from the throne room of God to begin to start bringing forth the leavening. We speak to that and we say, go forth. In Jesus' name. Go forth in Jesus' name. Go forth in Jesus' name. I pray protection and provision over every family. Lord God, even the extended families, those that are even not in their household, but they're part of that household, we call forth them to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and to live and operate in the kingdom of God. We call forth the salvation from the north. We call forth it from the, from the south. We call it forth from the west. We call it forth from the east. We say, come forth. We say, kingdom of God, expand. Kingdom of God, advance. Kingdom of God, bring forth the harvest in the, in the earth. And we're going to do our part. We're going to do our part. I pray a blessing and protection and provision over you right now in Jesus' name. Increase in wisdom and revelation. Proper mix of wisdom and revelation. Proper mix of wisdom and revelation. Now, Lord, I thank you for joy because your word tells us that there's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Give the Lord some praise in the house. Amen.